T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunker. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. Major progress is being reported this morning by China on a trade deal. Let's check in with Jason Brooks. Finally happening, Susan, a phase one trade deal. China announcing just moments ago that it's agreed to that phase one deal with the U.S. They're going over the details right now. We can tell you that what China has wanted from the U.S. is a removal of tariffs on Chinese imports. The U.S. has been demanding massive purchases from China of U.S. farm products as well as stronger protection of U.S. intellectual property rights. Stocks are surging higher on the news already starting today in record territory. Dow's up 136 points at 28,268. All right, Jason, thanks for that. In other news, Senator Dianne Feinstein's introduced a bill tightening up safety requirements for dive boats, like the one that caught fire Labor Day weekend off Catalina, killing 34 people. KCBS's Tim Ryan with news of the proposed changes. Tim? Stan Feinstein says better safety measures could have prevented the Labor Day weekend tragedy that killed 34 four on a dive boat off the Santa Barbara coast, many of them from Santa Cruz and San Jose. The Small Passenger Vessel Safety Act introduced on Thursday would mandate better fire alarms and multiple escape routes. It would also regulate how passengers charge their devices. A diver charging his cell phone may have unwittingly started that overnight fire. 34 of the 39 divers and crew on board died, including Vicki Moore's partner and her daughter from Santa Cruz. Both of them shared a passion for the natural world and and this intense curiosity. I'm grateful for all the time I had with her and just wish there was more. The NTSB is still investigating the tragedy, although we learned right away that the entire crew was asleep, a violation of a rule on night watches, said Feinstein. We can't allow this to happen again. Tim Ryan, KCBS. Police in the East Bay are looking for the Grinches who stole something many would consider to be sacred this time of year. Red donation kettles from the Salvation Army. KCBS's Mad Bigler joins us from the scene of several of the thefts with more. Uh, Susan, I'm here at the Hobby Lobby store in Concord, which, like many businesses, has Salvation Army bell ringers this time of year. Hey, everybody have a good day. Thank you, ma'am. But here, the bell ringing apparently attracted thieves. Now, uh, twice now, red kettles stuffed with donations have been stolen from the front of the store. I confirmed that with an employee who just shook her head when we both wondered who would do such a thing. The Salvation Army says it's lost about 500 bucks in all. That includes a con job in Martinez. Apparently, a man with a clipboard was able to swipe a red kettle after convincing a bell ringer that he was there to sign it out. Police reports have been filed and authorities are investigating. Matt Bigler, KCBS. It is the world's first all-electric fire engine, and soon a Bay Area fire department may own one. KCBS's Scott Letary reports on the vehicle's unveiling. 
very efficient and very revolutionary in its design. Yeah, it's really a win-win situation. I think a lot of entities are looking at from a climate standpoint, and I'm coming at it from more of a health and safety standpoint. Menlo Park Fire Protection Chief Harold Schoppelhaman, who showed off the vehicle made by the company Rosenbauer to the community and the Menlo Park Fire District, which will ultimately decide whether to pony up the $1.2 million for the vehicle. Smaller and ergonomically designed with a tighter turn radius and the ability to be in the field up to 13 hours, but... We're not looking at this for strike teams or out-of-county response. We're looking at the day-to-day in our district type of calls that we would respond to, medical calls, car accidents, alarm soundings, any type of emergency, typically short duration, uh, and you'd respond more than likely from the station to the call and then back to the station. So they're going to be able to replug, recharge on a regular basis, uh, which is what makes it effective. If the district approves its purchase, the electric fire engine would be in service by 2021. Scott Letiri, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.